I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. It's a drunken soiree in the within. Chris and Stu present our core listing. The podcast. Uh, Stu's just had a little sip of his coffee. I've just finished my coffee. You know what time it is. It's time for us to go and take big fat shits. Or, as we like to call it, hardcore listing. It was tea time, actually. I've got a cup of tea. I had a tea? Yeah. Oh. Just, I had a brew. Um, normally like a coffee. I did have a mm. coffee when I woke up this morning. What's the time now? 10.13. Mm. Um, but that's my second brew. I've had a cup okay. of coffee when I woke up at about half six this morning. Oof. I got into the office about half eight. It's mm-hmm. my second brew. This is so a chat, it man. is a fascinating chat. Um, and what all I'm going to say about it, sitting there in your Huel Do you know what? Chat. How embarrassing is this? I was on a meeting this morning in a Huel top, drinking out of a Huel flask, and people in the meeting were going, Chris, I've got this really strong desire to have some Huel. <laughs> Who the fuck is that idiot? <laughs> <laughs> he needs to Huel out. Um, that was a terrible <laughs> pun. That's my worst pun. Mm. Um. Yeah, uh, I had I had coffee, but I heard that the, the the thing is on coffee is that you shouldn't have it straight away first like, thing in the morning. Uh, but I've had the, a pint of water first. The, the science of it is is yeah, you should always have a pint of water. But the science is something along the lines of you've got to give it a couple of hours. Otherwise, what happens is there's certain receptors that the the coffee connects to that means that you're gonna dip a bit too soon in the afternoon. You've got to give it a couple of hours, then you have your first coffee, and then you won't have you won't have such a, a, a big crash in the afternoon. Um I think the site the guy is called Andrew Huberman. You ever heard of that guy? No. Yeah, he's like he's like um yeah, he's quite a, he's quite a well known sort of like um uh neuroscientist, I think, in, in America. And he does lots of health and fitness. Oh, he would have done. He would have done. Of course because have done. I, I really like coffee when I come downstairs in the morning, so he can poke his fucking theory up his arsehole. Fair enough. Welcome to Hardcore. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Hardcore Listening. If this is your first time listening, we do top fives. We will uh, sometimes have guests on. Sometimes mm. it's me and uh, me mate, me old muck, Stu. Hello. Um, and we, yeah, we'll just run down a top five and often are horrible to each other. Sometimes complimentary. Sometimes we get into it and we get a bit deep because mm. um, we're deep thinkers, like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio in Gangs of New York. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like, um, <clears throat> yeah. I don't know. I'm, I'm very, very bright. Yes, yes. Um, mm. 
So sometimes I have to sort of dumb it down because I yeah. worry that I operate on a level above yeah. the listeners. You'll, well, you'll lose me, and then therefore the fucking listeners mm. have got no, literally no fucking chance. Yeah. It's like sometimes when you talk, you make a joke or you say something like quite clever or witty, mm. and for the listeners, it's like showing a dog a card trick. Yeah. <laughs> they really just like stare <laughs> at you vacantly. I've yeah. seen you on live I know, shows. Mate. I know that I'm hilarious. Yeah, but, no, no. And very, uh, very bright. I like that. I think it's yeah, very, very I bright. bright. Stuart Whiffin. Bright. Right. I might get a bright tattoo. Right. <laughs> Where about? Maybe just like um, behind me ear with a little arrow just pointing up. Bright. Yeah. Yeah. I like that, mate. I had yeah. a mate called Simon Bright at school, and he was in uh, a TV show, I think, called Teabag, which isn't as sexy. Like, uh, Teabag just meant a teabag back in the day, before pre-internet. Was Teabag yeah. like a, a woman? A witch, yeah. A witch, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And he was T-shirt. Ah. And uh, he, was like the, he was like the local celebrity with Simon Bright. Right. Yeah. What was that with Simon Bright? Probably a crackhead. Right anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Simon, if you're listening. My mate, what I mean by that is he was at my school and I knew that he was in a TV show. Like he yeah. wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't he wouldn't have known me back then. Now he'd recognise me because I'm fucking famous. Yeah. But, there was there was there was quite a lot of uh after Grange Hill live where I live. Uh, oh, uh, right, yeah. The original Banksy, uh, Stuart Banks, he <laughs> uh he, he was from Randall Way. And there was um, one of Imelda Davis's gang. Uh, her real name was Ruth Carraway. She was from Grays. And Faye from Grange Hill. I used to sit up the school gate and still just literally lose my shit over. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, it was all happening uh, around our way, uh, the Grange Hill class, which kind of ties in nicely. Talking about, uh, yeah, it does, like nostalgia. nostalgia. But, mm. but, but, you know, talking about hiring dregs for Grange Hill from, you know, basically the, the you know, the, the, the arsehole of the country, uh, we should probably talk about our sponsors. Mm, yeah, absolutely. Well, let's kick things off with um, uh, a, a proper firm kick. of uh, losers. Um, the Say What Podcast, hosted okay. by uh, Notorious FAWT, Big Puppy J. Uh, Lady P's been um, on there quite a lot recently. Do you know what, right? Slag this podcast off every week. Fuck me and I'm funny. Mm, it's very it funny. It really is. Who was I chatting to the other day? That said, like, I, I, who was, was it me and you was talking to someone? They were saying that they've been listening to it and they just can't understand, like, how he operates at this level. Yeah, he's just, like, he's got the most amazing mind. I'd like Justin is one of my favorite people. And as horrible as I am, uh, what, uh, why I like Justin is he, his creativity of thought, like how he combines different scenarios into his drugs. brain. Oh, is it drugs? Yes. Yeah. It's drugs and a reprehensible ego. Yeah, yeah. It's ego, drugs, um, and tiny t- cock. Pure desperation. How did pure he land, Antonio? He's probably got a fucking gigantic hat, like dong, and he. Because he's got no, he's got nothing else. No, he's got nothing. He's got nothing. His personality is horrific. It is bad. Uh, his sense of humour operates on a level that only he understands. <laughs> Uh, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know how he bagged Antonia. Um, I think she's stuck with him now, unfortunately. Mm, he so, strapped her with kids, didn't he? He yeah. threw it, he threw it up there. He put um, what did he say he did? He um, 
just put a drawing pin in a couple of condoms and then hey presto spike yeah. came along gone forever who else uh, well, someone who, who doesn't randomly put uh, holes in condoms, as far as I know, is Renshi Simon James uh, of mm. the Southern Martial Arts. Uh, if you wish to learn martial arts, there's no place better to go uh, for your all your karate needs. Um, and you can become a instructor as well. Uh, he will fast track you. So if you're looking for a new career, you want to do something healthy, that keep your body in great shape, your mind in good shape, <clears throat> give you some uh, good... Uh, confidence and the ability to look after yourself and your loved ones then yeah get a career as a karate instructor go and check out southern martial arts no um like sometimes when you just have really odd thoughts of like what would be the most fucked up thing that i could do at this point like, yeah when okay. you walk past a pension and you just think like oh my god like they've literally been walking down this road for about three hours and they've got nowhere i wonder what would happen if i punched them clean in the face <laughs> like <laughs> Well, karate reverse punch. Yeah, but so where I was going with that was I was having a run the other day and at the park near where I live, there's a a hall where they do a karate class. Yeah. Uh, And all these kids had finished their class and they're all outside in their geese with their sort of white belts and red belts, all all like kind of practicing their first carter outside and showing their parents it. And and they were all just kind of doing the the, the punching and stuff. I was just sort of run through there, just thought, what happened if I just walked in there and said, who fucking wants it? <laughs> and, and just started offering out loads of these kids in their karate yeah. suits. Oh, like, we just prove how hard you are, though, as well. Exactly. That's what I thought. Do, what do I you, thought. Ever, I, you know what I love watching is, um, is is those YouTube videos of the randos who just walk into a boxing gym oh, and they just think they're going to have a round and they just get absolutely embarrassed. But what's scarier is after they get embarrassed, and they still don't think they've lost. Yeah. And you just think, oh, mate, that's so tragic. But when you said about old age pensioners, what I like to do, you remember the good old-fashioned crane kick from Karate Kid? Yeah. I like to just stand on one leg in the crane kick position, just in the high street, just waiting for the pen. It will take them 10 minutes, even though they're only like like 10 metres away, it will take them a good like five minutes to get to me. But then I just fit, I just complete the kick. Yeah, because they're so busy looking on the floor, they don't realise that I've just been winding up for like yeah. that whole full five minutes, and then just full blast them in the face. If you want to see Get it for my TikTok account, a really good uh, example of what Chris is uh, talking about, just Google Charlie Zelenoff. Because, <laughs> oh mate, uh, he's... Charlie uh, Zelenoff <laughs> has decided that he's uh, he's got multiple boxing belts. It was he the uh, under, it, it was it UBC underground boxing champ in the championship. Yeah, unbeaten, yeah. unbeaten, yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, unbeaten. He, perfect I mean, record. I do worry that not all is well. Oh, he's not Charlie. well. He's not well. Uh, but he walks into gyms um, and just says like, "Who wants to spar?" And then as soon as someone goes, "Yeah, sure." The minute they even sort of go to touch gloves, he swings the hardest possible haymaker <laughs> yeah, no, at them. Yeah. And there's loads of footage of like just blokes in like normal gyms, not like fight gyms, just yeah. going, oh, "Okay, yeah, we'll have a little a little spa." And he just literally just steamrolls them with these massive shots. And I'm like, Dude, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah. But he called out Deontay Wilder <laughs> yeah. uh, online for ages, and then he turns up at Deontay Wilder's gym, and Deontay Wilder, like a uh, former uh, heavyweight champ of the world. He's not seeing the funny side of this. No. Nah. He fucks him up. He does. And, like, 
But there's he, he punches Floyd Mayweather's. He tries to spar Floyd Mayweather's dad. Bad, yeah. And uh, sucker punches uh, him, doesn't he? A couple yeah, of times. And then uh, bear in mind, uh, Floyd Senior, he's he's got to be in his like sixties. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, still got it and just smashes him up. Mm. Uh, and then there's a really good one where he he, he calls out some boxer and then just throws a haymaker and then obviously most of these are really good boxers so they just don't get caught up in it uh but then they grab him outside because he still goes on and they choke him out as well and it's <laughs> fantastic to watch charlie zelenoff if you want to see uh somebody uh getting involved in combat sports the wrong way <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely anyway Absolutely, yes. You went to do a lovely, lovely little subtle link to it earlier, and then I pulled it back, pulled you back, slapped our sponsors around the face, but we're going to dive back into it. You were talking about nostalgia. Mm. So what's the top five, my man? Top five nostalgic smells. Mm. So. Come. Well, number one, I can't believe you've already gone straight in there. So I guess this is, you know, yeah. smells that kind of take you back to, to happier times or, mm. or you know. Or just Give you a bit of a flashback, on, yeah. On memories. Yeah, um, take you back there, don't they? They suck you in, don't they, smells? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Did you know that olfactory senses, the olfactory system is the least known thing? So the sense of smell is the one that scientists know the least about. And yet it's so powerful, isn't it? Like that ability to fucking like you get you get a whiff of one of these smells and you are fucking zips right back to sometimes a specific thing. Yeah. And you're like, shit, how did it do that? I've got a smell that I can't describe. Right? <laughs> you do, I... like whenever I'm with you, I'm like, <laughs> it's beyond uh, pheromones. Sorry. Yeah, there is there is a smell that I can't describe, right? That I smell very rarely. And it takes me back to being probably four and having oh, wow. this plastic toy phone and mm. the smell of that phone, phoning my next door neighbour, this, this girl called Natalie that, mm. oh, God knows what ever happened to her. But she's, uh, a she's married to Simon Bright, crackhead as well. Oh, right. Slippery slope, isn't it? Yeah. Um, but, yeah, and it's just like the weird, that's not my number five, but just like a little, like, Weird smell just takes me straight back to a conversation on a on a toy oh, phone. Wow! What must be one of my earliest ever memories. Yeah, yeah, that's incredible, uh, bro. Quite strange. No, uh, it's, 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 it's cracking. Um, come. So, uh, yeah, just come. Well, look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna play off that one, right? Because one, one that's kind of similar to that, and I nearly, I nearly said along the lines of rubber from like toys as a kid, because okay. there's certain ones that do trigger me, but. Uh, straw eraser, the smell of a strawberry eraser that, that that you used to get at schools, and and, and oh, I don't want to say much more. Have you got any stationery in your top five? Oh, but I'll, I'll definitely get involved in this one. That's a great show. So that and the smell of the inside of a pencil case. Which is, mm. It sounds crazy, but it's that that rubber. Like the pencil case is more like a what is it like a PVC or latex? Inside, but it has a distinct smell. A little bit of like. Pencil shavings as well. Oh yeah! Oh, you've really added a little uh, extra something, something to that yeah. nostalgia there, Stu. What great work! But yeah, that the smell of the fucking rubber. I mean, if they someone might snap. There's the other rubbers that were a little bit more chalky, but if you snap that, 
that released a little bit more of a, a scent. Well, and, my yeah. age, I, I I kind of was the first generation of, of kids that oh, got the, the, the scented so rubbers. Lucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not Johnny's. That was probably your your generation. <laughs> uh, but uh, but I remember because basically my mate's dad had a warehouse and he was the biggest importer in the UK of these rubbers. <laughs> I'm telling me this is so crazy. And it, it, there was lots of for all because like kids were eating them and dying and like <laughs> getting because they were so smelled so delicious. Mm, mm. And uh, and that's life. The TV show done a report on him and literally like tried to kick the doors of his warehouse in and he was having this sort of to and fro with the door. They were trying to do an expose on this importer of rubbers, which is hilarious. Um, but them rubbers, I've got two that stick in my head. I had a custard cream one that oh, wow. smelled unbelievable. And lots of them used to, you used mm. to get lots of them in like the lipstick kind of case. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no. And I had it all like I did, yeah. yeah. Uh, but I had a Coca Cola one, yeah, and like, and it just smelled of Coke, and it yeah, was so good, yeah. Station, I can't believe I overlooked that. It's a great shout, dude. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, like, like yeah, I'm, I'm no doubt. As Katie P, uh, one of our wonderful listeners, has she got a? Uh, she's she, got three hundred and fifty fucking. She, does she? She's got what? Are, what are her collections? Because she's got some mental collections, isn't it? And I'm sure one of them's related to stationery. <laughs> Yeah, she's she's obsessed. And she does all the unboxing videos of, uh, yeah. of kind of random stationery. I don't know if it's rubbers specifically. No, but, um, I think she's got all the collections though. No, she literally she's completed life, hundred mm. um, percent. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, that smell just takes you straight back, man. That whole that whole stationery type world is just fucking wonderful, and I love it. What's your number five? I'm gonna go. In the market for investment-worthy bags, watches, and fine jewelry, Rebag is the answer. Rebag is a luxury resale platform where each piece is carefully inspected by experts to ensure quality and authenticity. Use Rebag to buy and sell finds from the world's top brands, including Louis Vuitton, Chanel, and Cartier. Head to Rebag.com to get 5% off your first purchase with code REBAGNEW. Shop today at Rebag.com. That's R-E-B-A-G.com. And use promo code REBAGNEW for 5% off your first purchase. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring at bluenile.com you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online choose your diamond and setting when you found the one you'll get it delivered right to your door go to bluenile.com and use promo code listen to get 50 dollars off your purchase of 500 dollars or more that's code listen at bluenile.com for 50 dollars off your purchase bluenile.com code listen Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. For um, some sort of teenage smells of of mm. of, um, of grooming products, so <laughs> I've got I'm, one as well. I'm going to take. I myself. love grooming. <laughs> um, and so it takes me back to when I was probably fourteen, <laughs> uh, 
And so at the time, you'd buy a tub of hair gel. Oh, yeah. And it would either yeah. be like, you know, like neon green, red. <laughs> yeah, green. it's that really jelly stuff, wasn't it? Yeah, and like, and you'd buy like a tub of it and like my hair was like rock hard. Hard. Like I would just coat my hair. I probably have a very similar haircut to what I've got now. Um, and I would just absolutely just get like a big wadge of this hair gel and like, and it was around the time of like sort of having spikes and, yeah. uh, you know, you'd spike your hair with the gel. But around that time, the smell of them tubs of gel, which you can still see every now and again in like the pan shop and things like that, I think, buy a tub of gel. Um, the smell of that, like I can just absolutely smell it so clearly now. Um, and then what happened when I was around 14 was the evolution of mousse. Uh, where yeah. You would put yeah. mousse on yeah. your hair. I don't even Stephen know. Stephen the sound. Yeah. VO5. But is that still a thing? Can you buy hair mousse I anymore? I, I guess so. But does it make... Because once, by the time, although it comes out foamy, by the time you put it in your hair, isn't it just the same as gel, really, by that point? Yeah, right? it was. I don't I see don't... how it lifts it or gives it volume. It didn't. It just made it rock hard. Like, same as gel. Same as gel. Um, and so, yeah, that, that sound and smell of like yeah. just hair mousse yeah. uh, is, is ridiculous. But I'm going to throw an aftershave in. I presume you've got one of them. Mm. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But mine would be before yours. Okay. I have a feeling yeah. I know what yours is. Anyway. Uh, 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 mine is the ultimate 90s. Well, yeah. probably. Yeah, go on. What, so I'm going, I'm going late 80s. Mm. And, uh, and I remember that my mate Gareth, he... Uh, he was the only person we knew that had a bottle of it. And I think his then girlfriend like got it for him for his birthday. And we were like, holy shit. Cause we all had like literally like high karate and brute and stuff that like you'd, you'd get like, or, or like yeah. a Lynx aftershave that yeah, come yeah. in a, you know, a box of Christmas. Yeah. He had one, a tiny little bottle of Kuros. And I remember just thinking, oh, hell. <laughs> and, like, and then like, We'd be like, let's let's have a let's have a drop of Kuros. And he was like, no, fuck off. And like, and it was a tiny little bottle, and I understand why. So and like he'd just kind of like come downstairs and he'd like, he'd smell a Kuros and I was like, oh, <laughs> fucking bossing it. You've got at 14, like I literally barely had any pubes. He had a bird and Kuros. Well, oh, he had like, he had a bird because of Kuros. Yeah, it's it's you know, it's a self-fulfilling, you know, thing, isn't it? <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> and like, I remember just Absolutely. thinking, you are fucking winning, gal. Like, you, you reek a Kuros and you've probably stuck your fingers in a vagina. What's your probably those mate? same fingers. Uh, <laughs> probably stung a bit. Um, which always reminds me of when I used to slap a bit of aftershave on my face after sh- sh- fake shaving where I didn't really have any hair. Anyway, well, can I'm going to... Can look- I just say, I've got to throw this in there because this might make you laugh. I was messaging him the other day uh, on, on it. We've got a little group with him and Cunt and me other mates that we grew up with. Let me see if I can find it because it does even reference that. Oh, I really <laughs> hope I can find it. Here we go. Uh, we was talking about um, him uh, trying to, it, well, he, he was the only bloke we knew that had fingered someone and, uh, and it was to Keith Sweat. Uh, he, he put on a bit of Keith Sweat uh, oh, a bit of like late eighties R and B. Gotcha. And uh, started soaring away. He's, he's literally just messaged. They were the days, mate. A bit of fingering to Keith Sweat, and then we walked back from the bonbon to your ass. 
with me shoving my fingers up your nose. Literally, <laughs> 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 that. It was like Jesus actually been in a. That's a wo- that's a woman, mate. <laughs> <laughs> She's a woman now. <laughs> What's your number four? Uh, well, I'm going to throw in obviously the night, the 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 the, the classic nineties uh, aftershave for uh, man and man and woman. Uh, CK one. Oh, I thought he was going to go obsession. Nah, CK one was mine. <clears throat> um, so basically, it's funny because when I did a little checkup as well uh, after I done my top five, CK one came up. I was like, um, I'm not going crazy. But like even now, I know like if I smell CK one, it will take me immediately to a very even like a specific night. It's really weird, but I was at Clacton, Clacton Silver Dawn Caravan site. Is this the necklace one? No, 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 no. That was literally five years before it, which is tragic to think. <laughs> that was how young I was when I was talking about that. And I remember like mum, like mum had bought me a turquoise Ben Sherman shirt. And we, yeah, I just, you know, and I whipped out the CK1, bit of fucking VO5 moose in me air in my curtains. Yeah, that's it. Dashed on the fucking, dashed on a bit of CK1 and, and down to the, the pub, uh, which is basically a lot of my family would hang out in this in this pub in, in Clacton on this caravan. So, I, you know, just see what, you know, just mix it up. Mix it up, mate. Maybe have a bottle of Nuki Brown Owl, which incidentally, when I went to Bristol last couple of weekends ago with the boys, they were like, what do you want? And I, there was just a bottle of Nuki Brown Owl there winking at me, and I ordered the Nuki Brown Owl. And I think this barmaid just fell in love with me on ordering it. You know when... You were CK1. <laughs> I was. She was. <laughs> it was made in heaven. But yeah, whenever I smell CK1, I'm just like, ah, oh, I might buy myself a little tiny bottle of it just for the fucking shits and gigs, mate. Because what was the black one? That's CKB. Oh, that's it. Yeah, CKB. It was more citrusy, wasn't it? CKB. I don't know. I, I had a bottle of that. Yeah, yeah. I think I've had CK1. <clears throat> oh, mate. It reminds me of every rave I ever went to as a as a like as a as a 16, 17 year old, like the teeny bopper raids, because as we know, I look way too young to get into like proper grown-up uh, nightclubs. Loved it, mate. I've never been one for spending loads of money on aftershaves. I'm not... <clears throat> I'm, I'm so, not really, not loads. Like, probably one of the best-smelling ones is... I, I remember working at the Ombudsman and uh, there was a lad there uh, called Phil and he wore, used to wear like one of the original Creeds. And, I, you know, I, I, I was tempted to suck his dick a few times because uh, oh, he just smelled helpful. so good. Yeah, he smelled so good. Um, but then I'd be like, how much is that, Bill? And he'd be like, it's about 180 quid a bottle. I was like, fuck that. I- I'm not playing that game. Yeah. But then I do- my scent is Murdoch Black Tea. That's my favourite scent. It's quite expensive. It's probably 80 quid a bottle. Um, but not a Murdoch, huge bottle of it. Mr. T. Murdoch, which is a barbering brand. Right. Uh, Mr. T, yeah. Uh, Black Tea. Hmm. And it's just fucking, it's just incredible. But Molly's... Allergic to it. <laughs> she mm. can't even wear it because she gets like, she's allergic to basically all perfume. So that's why I stink like shit. Just mm. in case you're. Cow hates aftershave. Oh, so she. I, I, I very rarely wear it. It makes you feel good though, right? Sometimes. I love a little it. Bit Do you know what? On. I had, um, I've done a podcast in lockdown, probably about a year into it, and uh, with this fella called Sam. And he was like, I haven't had a proper chat with anyone for so long. I've been so looking forward to this. 
and uh, I might have been up or listening. And, and he turned up on Zoom and he was looking great. He <laughs> dressed up for it. And he yeah. went, I was so excited for this Zoom after shave on. <laughs> Oh well, that's fucking brilliant! Got so excited for after shave on for a Zoom call that like right. no one can smell you. It's right. so funny. Like when it I used is, to have it? a mix. Yeah, it's so true. When I used to have a mix, sometimes I'd sort of like get my best t-shirt on and my favourite trainers on. <laughs> it just got me in the right set and frame of mind. Absolutely wonderful. Uh, that, right, so that's my four. So what's your? Is this your four? Yeah, be your four, mm. won't it? Um, I'm gonna go for um football stickers. Oh, were they and, called uh, Pirelli? Was that the brand? Who did? Uh, is that um, or per, uh, it was per, per something? Perini, wasn't it? Was Perini, sorry, Pirelli's attire. Pellini. Oh, um, right. And uh, and so I've got, I've still got my sticker book, um, and I think I've the earliest one I've got is is nineteen eighty. Um, Pellini. No, it isn't. It isn't Pellini. Uh, football sticker book. Oh, it's gonna drive me mad. Um, are you looking it up? Yeah, I'm gonna have a look. Football sticker maker, Panini. Panini. <laughs> Panini. Panini. There you go, yeah. Panini. It's a um, little guy with a joust, isn't it? A little knight with a joust. Yeah, and they change. Uh, like I mean, around the time of like Mexico '86, they used to be able to get like stickers of the um of the mascots. I think the mascot for '86 was called PK. Um. And but yeah, I've got like um, the Panini nineteen eighty football sticker album, and then it was Europa eighty, and then it was Hispania eighty two, and then obviously, and then it was Mexico eighty six, um, and and I think I collected stickers every year until maybe eighty seven, probably eighty no eighty six. I think Mexico was the last last time I went, but just tearing that that paper open. The smell of them like five stickers mm. all being stuck together. Yeah, and yeah. And if you fan them out and you oh. see a little bit of silver, and I remember you just go badge. I've got badge. Oh. Like the, the badge of the team. Yeah, would be a thicker sticker. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. You know, it was silver, and uh, and then you'd peel the sticker off to put it in the sticker book, and the smell. I remember sticking it in, and then like the kind of the, the waxy yeah. side of the the, the back. Yeah, sniffing it and you think, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. So, I'm gonna go, uh, 1980s stickers. What a treat that is! And it's like that, that, like you know, back in the day, things always life felt so much more finite than it does now. Like, because I don't know if I don't know, I guess people collect Pokemon cards and all that, and that's a really big deal. Like, there's a lot of money to be made in Pokemon cards, but I mean, like back then, it just felt like things were so it was harder to get hold of stuff. Like you couldn't just watch any movie. If I said to you now, Oh shit, I haven't seen this film. Or I want to see this film in two clicks. I can rent that film. Whereas yeah. back in the day, it's like, Oh shit, have you seen such and such? It's like, no, it's like, Oh, I want to, you go to your bloody blockbuster. It's rented out or whatever. And it's like things like stickers. When you find the, like one of those little badges, you just feel like you've won the fucking lottery, mate. Yeah. And if you needed to sort of complete a, a team or whatever, you know, You'd have to hustle around the playground yeah, yeah, with your yeah. swapsies and like and see what you'd have. And sitting there, I remember just going like, "Got, got, need, got, got, need to fill." And it was like, and if you got a need to fill, you knew that that was the one that could fill that 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 page. And yeah, the excitement back then of of, of doing that was was yeah, fucking brilliant. And there was 
you know, there was like Star Wars stickers as well. I got the Star Wars stickers. There was Superman stickers. I remember doing the first when the Superman film came out. I got the Superman stickers. I got Raised the Lost Art book. I still got them all in my loft. Like I don't think I ever completed any books. It's fucking uh, tough, mate. Like you didn't come. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. I'm from a financial background where that was a viability. And also you didn't have things like eBay then. Like now yeah. you can complete sets probably quite easy. But yeah, cool. like it was like, it, that was an impossible task. Man. Yeah. It was like a fucking, how are you ever going to do it? But you know what? I guess like life itself, it's the pursuit of it as opposed to the end result that's important and uh, all that fun you got and the teaching of gratitude and logging and patience and knowing that you ain't going to get it. Yeah. Interesting life lessons from a fucking stupid football sticker book. So, um, my number three, I'm going to, I'm going to match you. I'm going to try and match some of this energy. And this is kind of the one that I don't think, um, you know, you, I, if you know, you know, it's one of those ones, right? right. And you, you won't know this one, right? Okay. But there is a smell, right? So I think I first got my first games console was a master system. And I fucking, I remember playing it at, um, at my rich uncle Roger's house with my cousin James, right? And he had a master system. Alex, the kid, I fucking loved it. And I absolutely chewed my parents' ears off about getting a master system, like, you know, as kids do. And I remember getting that master system and that console, all it's it, it's weird because you you might get it with like high fives and stuff. It's kind of a similar. It's almost the same, but not quite. The Sega console would come out in polystyrene, and then the, the the technology would be wrapped in like in a plastic bag, and it has a very specific smell. And even more so, once you get the SNES, the smell you got off the wrapping or the PlayStation, it is like I. I, like that is one of my absolute most favorite smells because there's nothing you wanted more than that. And when you finally get your hands on that console that you've been, because you know, you, you're only going to get it for your birthday or Christmas. That's it. Yeah, you're not yeah, going to get it prematurely. Yeah. There's no fucking way on earth you're going to get an impulse purchase from your, yeah. your dad. Unless your dad's been sleeping, cheating on your mum behind her back and she's found out. You're not going to get like some <laughs> like impulse purchase to make the family happy. Yeah. So you've been waiting, waiting, waiting. So everything around unboxing it, it's a bit, you know, talking about KTP again, like the unboxing of it is just so, so powerful and exciting. It's overwhelming. That smell is fucking insane. And it's the same as like when you've got the computer games, like you'll get the, you get the game and the game be wrapped in that same sort of like, sort of like packaging. You open it, you smell it. And it's just like, it's the smell of the anticipation before you, consume the thing that you've been desperate for. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And like, so it's just the same, it's the exact same thing as that sticker smell. It's like, because they talk about, you know, uh, addictions and habits, the, the strongest, most, the, the highest point of release of dopamine is that 
instance just before you consume what you really want. And so that, you know, when you're unpackaging it, it's literally when your dopamine receptors are going fucking insane and your brain is making that relationship to the smell of that, that, you know, sticker or the console. And so I bet a lot of people also say that, like that smell of unwrapping a console is like fucking, even when I opened up the Xbox the other, the other month when I bought one, uh, it's the same thing. It's like, fuck me, I'm 42 and I feel, you know, nine again. Yeah. It's nice, isn't it? Mm, oh, yeah, for sure. Thank, thank God for smells. Um, okay, my number three. Uh, I'm going to go from um, my nan's house. Or like, <laughs> it's so good, yeah, yeah. Like, um, yeah. My, 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 I'd go around my nan's if she was making a roast dinner. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like, it's such a good one. Because my nan had a, a coal fire in her kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I'd go in there, I could smell like the coal fire. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And obviously nan's just cooked yeah. everything in probably lard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I just remember like when there was like Yorkshire puddings. She yeah. didn't make like one of them ones where like, you know, where you get like your, your tray of like your 12 Yorkshire's on. Yeah. She'd make like a... A, like a big like fucking tray of it yeah, like yeah. you'd cut like a slice like you would have pizza oh lovely yeah and, and she'd make like baked suet as well oh yeah and like chances are I'm going to die of a heart attack because I'm <laughs> all up on that stuff but it was just like everything was like proper home cooked and it yeah. just had a smell that my other nan's dinners didn't yeah. and my mum's yeah did it because that nan's house was like the, my absolute place of like joy and happiness mm. and, and it was like the best place I could be and it just yeah it just everything everything about the house had its own unique smells and and uh yeah I could still smell like whatever toilet fucking cleaner I had in yeah. like the, the toilet upstairs and they definitely they had like one of them sort of pink furry uh toilet seat lids that yeah matched the, the and doll. a toilet roll cover for the toilet yeah, roll the, was the a little toilet roll yeah, cover yeah. was a, a doll doll yeah yeah the dress yeah, that you pull absolutely. over the, like the, yeah, the, yeah. the knitted dress over the bog roll uh, and and I can still smell it now. Can I just stick it. a pin in that? How inconvenient is that? It's pointless. Like like because like you know, there's only two people in this household, right? Yeah. And let's be honest. Molly's not the person putting the toilet through its paces. It's gonna be it's gonna be me right? drinking all the fuel shakes. Like, but we get through so much toilet roll. Like, yeah. and it's like, who's got time? I've, you know, there's always an argument over like timing changing the toilet roll. Right? Are you the person who's like, really you should change it now? Because there's like one thread of paper on there. Why are oh, you leaving it? Dude, I've got kids, right? <laughs> Mate, You're I can't there. even imagine how frustrating. And- there's, there's just a toilet roll on the floor by the side of the toilet roll oh, with just an empty yeah. like, toilet like, um, tube. And they just think, seriously? I live with like, a kid then, yeah. I know. And like, I literally can't. I, I just do it now because I just think there's no point. I've, no. I mean, they're 21 and 18. It doesn't matter how many times I tell no. them. They're just not going to do it. Uh, and it's frustrating because you it's think. It's so frustrating. You're sitting down anyway. You're not doing anything. If you take your phone to the toilet, have a word with yourself. Like, <laughs> just take it off, put a new toilet roll on, think about the next person. <laughs> Simples. 
Well, we hope we've uh, sorted out yeah. a few things there. But going back to the old grandson, I haven't, I haven't done the Nan's house, and I, <clears> I feel <throat> like I missed the trick with that. Yeah, because it is so, it's such a, such a smell, you know, and it's incredible, really. I don't like, even though like some of it, like you go into like a spare room there, it'd be a bit more. It's not mouldy and it's not musty. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. It smells that time. A, 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 pay, a time has passed in that room, basically, is the it, best way to put it. Exactly that, because they haven't got the money. Yeah. They didn't have the money Different to, world. to kind of go, right, well, let's get a nice new duvet cover on that. It would have been like, probably on that bed, would have been like three blankets and like an Ida Dan. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. and it would have been there, probably no one using that room. Yeah. And, and there probably would have been a wardrobe full of clothes that they'd probably had since the 50s. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, like, yeah. And so that stuff would have aged. And, yeah. And, and, it, yeah. and it brought with it a smell that I guess sometimes if you go to like a, you know, a bazaar or shop. a jumble sale, yeah, 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 you yeah, can yeah. still kind of smell Catch that. It and, sometimes, yeah. And like, I don't know, like a lot of people had mothballs back in the day. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And yeah, but I think it was just that time had passed in them rooms. Yeah. And they hadn't had the money to. You know, we knew it, and it, in, in it. many ways, in many ways, like there's great. It's great that we live like we live now, but you know, that the worst thing is that we've we have gone through a phase. We're starting to pull back on it now with materialism, where people are trying to have slow fashion, slow down. If you're going to get rid of something, okay, you don't want that cupboard anymore. Okay, does someone else want it? Because I think we've gone through a massive phase, and even I've got mates now who just don't recycle. Don't, and it, it, I'm just like. What are you doing? They're like, it won't make a difference. And I'm like, that's beyond nihilistic to think like that. Um, I drive slow. That's what I do. You're fucking God. Yeah. You save, you will, you might save the planet with that. Uh, but the old, the old, the old Nan smell. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm not going to, because my number one could be linked similar to that. But I, I don't want to say my number one just yet. So I'm going to sort of like slightly diverge from my number two and just say bon, the smell of a bonfire. For oh. me, is uh like is super super nostalgic. Like that, the smell of a, just after a fireworks gone off or a sparkler is just like obviously just sucking me straight back to. Like, and actually, bonfires take me like to. So my my one of my favorite. I could probably have. I could probably name you my. As a kid, I had five nights of the year that were just off the chart, super exciting. So you would have. Uh, obviously Christmas Day, come on, come on now, let's not fuck yeah. about Christmas Day, your birthday, obviously. But obviously, I, I loved Halloween. Halloween's always been my favourite sort of like season. Uh, but bonfire night for me was a massive thing on the calendar because I would go to Basel and Rugby Club with Jay and Ben Simpson and there would just be like, everyone would do the bonfire, but there would be upwards of 40 kids there and we'd all play runouts every year at bonfire night. And because the rugby club was big, and there was a massive car park there. This, this game of runouts was like just the, it was a calendar highlight. We knew would be playing runouts at bonfire night. And so you just, I just have that. Obviously I smell the burning wood and, you know, see the fireworks and smell that. And it's just that it's like Pavlov's dog. Like I almost want to start going, right. Okay. Let's, let's form up into teams you guys run off and then you've got to try and get back to base. But yeah, I mean like bonfires are just the, it's just a powerful smell and you can link it to camping and all those other bits as well. It's a fucking powerful smell that and a powerful sight, isn't it? Obviously the burning flame is just no wonder we thought we'd 
taken something from the gods when we uh, invented uh, fire. Interestingly, I'm a descendant of the person who invented fire. That's a lie. No, I, I'm a descendant no, no, of them. No, no, that's a lie. Well, I come from a long line of inventors. Lies. I invent. I invented uh, Baz Vegas. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Because most things have been invented by the time. Uh, that's why yeah. I, I, my invention isn't <clears throat> as good. By the time I was born, everything had been invented. But mm. my great, 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 great granddad, he invented fire. Wow. My what uncle invented the wheel. That's amazing. Yeah, just in the 1700s. <laughs> <laughs> it's so weird you say that. It's a great shirt. Bonfires, again, and fireworks. It was at my nan's house. My, 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 yeah, my great. My had a big garden. And we granddad would have a bonfire and he'd prep it. And then we'd go in there and we'd have jacket potatoes and stand in the garden, like, and, and just literally love it. Jacket buds and watch. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Fireworks. Yeah. Oh, good shout. Good shout, mate. What's your number two, bro? Oh, number two. Um, <sighs> opening Star Wars figures. Oh, um, wow. And, yes, and, yes, and yes. Not just Star Wars. I'm sure you could probably relate to He-Man and the, yeah, yeah. that plastic smell. Mate, that plastic smell, yeah. Of, of when you, you know, you, you open a a figure or not so much like a, a, a vehicle, but I think more figures, whether it's Action Force for me or Star mm. Wars, like you'd open it and just smell the, like literally smell the figures <laughs> yeah, like, yeah and and over lockdown when i bought them all again like just smell amazing yeah and like and i think it just that smell of, of toys and, and essentially figures is just that nostalgia hit of when life was easier and life was more simple and just spending one pound fifty maybe once a month if you could afford it on a star wars figure yeah was just the ultimate joy. Yeah, man. You, know, you, you, you couldn't wait to get home and then get your other things oh. out, set them up, and and make a you know a base and whatever. That <clears throat> was the best. Absolutely Going shopping best. with your mum and then <clears throat> somehow you struck gold and you've you you're taking back fucking you know a, a, a Star Wars toy. It's just like what the fuck. I mean, yeah. it's so exciting. The they got their little gun in the vac. You, oh. you know, I was never it's just too much, man. No, nah, yeah. Like, wait till you get home, you'll lose the gun. It's yeah. so true, isn't it? Like, yeah, so you know, yeah. And then you can lose it in the carpet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. Um, just a shout out. Obviously, I'm a Warhammer geek. Um, the smell of plastic glue mm. or or sit, sit, like miniature paints. Fucking mm. hell, mate. That's a really strong nostalgic tip for me. Pritt and stick. I, and I, Pritt stick. Pritt stick, yeah. Pritt stick. Tipex. Tipex. Play-Doh. Sure, oh, that was that was nearly my number one. Oh, really? Oh, fuck! I yeah. took a bit of a risk there. No, saying I, that. I've, Sorry, got, I've got two left. So, uh, yeah. Sorry, mate. There, but yeah, Play-Doh is definitely a great honourable mention. Oh, lovely. Well, so that means we're both on our ones now, right? Yes. Yeah. Okay. So mine is a smell of an old pub. Ah. So like, like I, uh, I was drinking since I was about six. Gotcha. Incidentally, talking about that, I watched uh, Crocker Gold the Shane McGowan documentary with Molly uh, two nights ago. Good, isn't it? Oh, what? It's amazing. That's it's something Nick else. Cave and, uh, yeah, he's briefly Bobby in it. Gillespie, and then jo yeah. Johnny Depp, Bobby Gillespie's in it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, it was incredible. And he was drinking from six. Read, read his book. Read his book. It's unreal. I think it's called A Drink with Shane McGowan. Yeah. I think he likes a drink. Nah. 
Anyway, I was just joking about drink, drinking from when I was six. I was drinking from when I was four, so I'm two better than Shane McGowan and uh, two uglier as well <laughs> as a result. Um, yeah, old pub smells. Fuck me. Like the, it, It's funny. Like, I, I, I could interchange any of these, really, for uh, as my number one. Yeah. And I've got a few other special honourable mentions like you, but um, it's weird. Me and Greg, when Greg came and visited me uh, about eight, about two years ago, and we did a bit of work on on this house. Uh, at the end, of, right, literally fifty metres from my house is a pub called the Princess of Wales, right? And it has been untouched by time. Mm-hmm. And yet, w- when I was with Molly, we never went in there because, like, Molly took one look at it and thought, "Not really my thing." And I was like, "Cool, no worries." Uh, and then literally within about four hours of Greg visiting me, we we were in there. <laughs> and I literally walked through that front door, looked at the decor and fucking took a big breath in. And it was just like, oh, I'm home. This is, <laughs> this smells amazing. Like, and it's just like an old man's boozer. Yeah. And um, I'd, I'd, I have spent a lot of time in them, I guess. Like not like in my not not in my youth. Like I'm not trying mm. to be like I'm not you know obviously saying I'm drinking young. I, I I drank probably at the same age. Most of us did, um, but I did like at some point, especially once I got to eighteen, nineteen. I frequented a lot of boozers. Mm. I spent a lot of my time drinking in them, or even when I was younger, going around with my dad when we would visit family and we would go into boozers. Then like even Christmas Day. My my dad and my uncles would visit boozers and they would have a certain smell. And I'm not talking about the smell of a floor in a nightclub, like before everyone's in there. I'm not talking about that, although it's a nostalgic smell in and of itself. It doesn't have that smell. It's not, I'm not even saying it's a, the greatest smell in the world, but it's a very specific one. It's a mixture of like dust, ash, uh, beer that's been slopped on the floor, people. Testosterone. Uh, testosterone, you know, um, and just, you know, good good times, really. And uh, I don't know, we walked in there and it just fucking, this smell just slapped me around the face. And I was just like, fucking, I love that smell. And I guess it's good as a number one because it's not like CK1, you could go, well, it's, an, it's obviously designed to be a pleasant smelling aftershave. Like a pub, pub smell, it's even like one step above your nan's house, isn't it? Because your nan's house is nice. There might be, elements of sweet aromas in there or mm. whatever. But again, your nan's house also isn't like the nicest smelling aftershave mm-hmm. in, in a sense. And an old pub smell is above that in the sort yeah. of like, it's just, it's just its own thing. It's a combination of, of things, probably floor cleaner. I don't yeah. know, mate, or, or even the lacquer on the wood and stuff at the 100%. bar. I know just gets you. I have no idea why anyone would ever go to a pub that's like, no, I just don't get it. <laughs> I don't understand how you go into a pub where there's chrome and I just, just oh, yeah. I just don't get it. Like, well, like um, wine wine bars don't really fucking yeah. awful. And it's like, just go and find an old pub, and it's the best. Like, yeah. and if it's got a log fire in it, you are winning at life. And yeah, and I tell you what, I um. I went out for, I really wanted a pint. I've done nothing at the weekend. I just wanted to go and have a pint. And mm. there's a little village near where I live called Alstead. And, and they just um, had a refurb of the, the really old pub. Mm. And it just been done so well. And, like, and ah, it just really? contained everything about what it was. And it, it's not a pub I can walk to, but it was like, let's just 
get down. Mm. And like, and went in there. Oh, walked in, fire was on, like, cut the pints of Guinness and just sat there just thinking, oh, and you got any crisps? And they went, yeah, we've got potatoes. And I was like, oh, God, <laughs> this is started crying. I just thought, like, this is just, this yeah. could be the greatest night of my life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. It was so good. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, if you go to new pubs, what is wrong with you? Like, yeah. I just don't get it. With a spoon, ignore them. Yeah. <laughs> right. Question number one, mate. Um, the Christmas decoration box. <laughs> that is genius. <laughs> that is fucking superb, Stu. Because it's, yeah. it's, it's a oh, box mate, that yeah. has been in your life for like 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and and for the... Yeah, sorry, go on. Go on, mate. And you only smell it once a year. Yeah, on the best day so, of the year. On the best day. Famously the best day right. of the year, yeah. And so that excitement that you put in the Christmas decorations up is already FIFA pitch. Yeah. And you open that box and yeah. you see the decorations that I've still got decorations yeah. in our box that I made when I was infant school. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. all the ones that kids have made. Uh, and it's just a nostalgia hit of the best time of the year. Yeah. And it's just, you know, that Christmas tree, you know, we, we've got, like, we, we buy a, 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 a tree, but we've also got a plastic one that we, we put in the kitchen and just, I'm doing that plastic tree and as you sort of straighten out all the, you know, the branches, yeah. Yeah. it's like, oh, it smells amazing. And just like a bit of tinsel and like all of that stuff that's just kind of giving your Christmas a visual for however many years. And it just comes loaded with smells. Uh, again, it's a little bit of that sort of age smell because you've yeah. had that. In been up in the loft for a bit. and Yeah. Been up yeah, in the loft yeah. for years. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'm going to go for oh, that. So that, that, that is a really great number one, that, mate, because it has all those things. Like It's it's all those alert cues of anticipation and mm. of reward and of the absolute pinnacle of anything is Christmas yeah. fucking day, mate. Before before pubs, before aftershaves, this is like, uh, this is going back to fucking as on, literally as early as you can remember, the day that you would go insane for. Yeah. And it's that's it's like the it's almost like the hailing of it, isn't it? Like I mean, obviously this in this day and age, it is the hailing of it is fucking October getting Christmas adverts by some cunt. But like, <laughs> but like, it's that that's the more authentic, uh, like sort of like trigger for me for for Christmas, mate. And yeah, you're totally right, mate. You just you should whip that. You open that up. I can remember. I just know the smell of those. You know those concertina things, yeah, like that you hang off the ceiling. Oh mate, I love it. I, um, we do. I guess like these days we don't go full like we don't have like the eighties vibe in the house like with Molly. I've had to move so many times as well and moved out of my parents' house. I've lost quite a lot. Well, pretty much all of the old decorations now, really, because um, I had nowhere to store once Mum's house went, and um, mm. we've got our own that we bought for our flats and stuff like that. So I kind of don't have that. And but I would, I would. You know, I wouldn't mind at some point saying to Molly, listen, can we just go fucking full 80s tap for Christmas? Because you don't, I think a lot of times have changed now because as a kid, like we'd have like them little paper chains and we'd just lick and stick them hoops <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. Like, and have them going from like corner of the ceiling to like the middle of the room and then to the corner of the other ceiling, then the corner of the other, uh, the other corner of the room. And then we'd have, like you say, them weird sort of like, 
bronze, silvery kind of concertina things that yeah. you just st- uh, back then. I think everyone had like that kind of uh, you know Artex ceilings and stuff. Whereas now <laughs> everyone's got this like pristine white plaster. Yeah, you don't yeah. want to be slamming fucking blue stacks tack. of like blue <laughs> tack and fucking paper drawing pins in your ceiling. But back then it was like, oh, give a shit, it's Christmas, let's get this shit up. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah. I find it quite strange. Now. I actually went to the, the garden centre at the weekend, Layla's back from uni, she's like, we got the garden centre. It's that one up by, by Basilash, yeah, your way. And uh, and it's fucking massive. And yeah. there was like this, it was just full of fucking Essex people. <laughs> Disgusting. And, and it was all just Christmas stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like, it was just Christmas tree after Christmas tree, like, and I just, there's something a little bit about a perfectly decorated tree <laughs> that makes me a little sad. <laughs> uh, it was like, you need to buy this. It was just pure Essex. Everyone there wearing fucking yeah. men wearing our boots. <laughs> she going to say that. Fucking just, babe, babe, like, should we get this? And it was like, fucking tree was about a grand. And then every fucking thing on it was like silly money. And it's like, you should buy it from a garden centre as well. They're famously cheap garden centres. <laughs> and, and I was just looking at it, I was thinking, oh, you know what? Just wrap some tinsel around the tree, some fucking decorations that the kids have made, and like, you know, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'll get some like... cheap, get some, go to the factory shop and get yourself a nice, go to the factory shop, get yourself a nice light up Christmas nativity exactly. village and some other electronic tat. When I go exactly. to my, when I go to Billy and Kenny's house in Clacton, they have got, I reckon, probably about, and, and, and this does, this is a bit of a, I have a bit of cognitive dissonance with this because I love this, but at the same time, my modern sensibilities of energy wasting, they conflict. But Ke- Billy and Kenny's house, they have about 60 fucking of these like, like talking Santas and weird lights and reindeers. And it's just like, you go there and it's just like, <laughs> it's just so good. Uh, so I love, I love it. I can't help it. But like, also, I, the weird thing is now I drive past people's houses. There's people's houses in Margate already lit to the nines, and they Full were two, two weeks away. Two weeks yeah. ago, we saw it. One house, and it was like shit. That looks great. And I'm also like, what's the environmental impact? You know what? That? Right. Like, I, don't, I don't know. But it's, let's balance it as well. Yes, it's not going to be great for the environment. They're LEDs. I'm sure they're not. Yeah, you might be right. I but, don't know. I don't know. But fuck me, life's bad at the moment. Yeah, the world's yeah. fucking horrible. Yeah, yeah. And if, do you know what? If putting yeah. a few lights on yeah. makes you have a little warm yeah. feeling in your belly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's very true, it. mate. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, get 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 that hit while you can at the moment. Fuck me, it ain't the most fun out there. Anyway, let's put in a fucking... No, we've had a really there. lovely nostalgic know, chat. And then I went all eco. Uh, yeah, no. Go, right, we'll, go we'll, fucking... we'll pick back up on Christmas, I'm sure, in the next yeah, few yes. weeks because uh, it's it's only around the corner. Yeah, it's so around we'll the corner. Some festive five for you. Um, in the meantime, we're done, right? Yeah, hope you enjoyed that, guys. Let us know what your nostalgic smells are. Uh, like come or Gareth fingers. Chris and Stu present our core listing, the podcast.